0: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Megan with Health Organizers, working with you to tidy up your naturally. <laughs> anyway, guys, happy Friday. We made it. It's Friday. The weekends here, la, la la. Okay. So basically, today I wanted to talk to you about specialty testing. Okay, very important to do this because it kind of will let you know what the heck is going on in your body besides your basic testing of like your blood. Okay. So now the first thing, though, before I start talking about the test, I think I should mention your six-day diet diary. Why should you do a diet diary, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. All right? So basically, when you're looking at this, you're kind of seeing every single day what your eating patterns are. I like it because it shows you not only what you're eating, as far as good things, how much junk, how often you're eating them, snacks, water, everything you put that down. Okay, guys? Now, in my diet diary, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I said, you got to put your snacks down too, okay? Not only that, you also have to put what time you eat things. Did you eat at 10, at 8 p.m., whatever, okay? You also have to put the quantities. Was it one cup of rice or two cups of rice? Was it store-bought bread or was it homemade bread? Okay, these things matter, guys. Okay. And then in addition to that, you also have a column for your symptoms. So you're putting down your symptoms like, okay, I had a headache at nine o'clock or like I had, you know, gas pain at, you know, 11, whatever. Okay. And there's also a bowel movement column to put if you're constipated or if you did go what, what color, what did it smell like, all that. Okay. We know poop smells bad, but it shouldn't smell like flowers or anything weird. Okay. Cause that is a sign of something. It shouldn't be yellow either. Cause that means your liver is bad. So we can tell a lot of things from our poop. Okay. So now, anyway, so I really like that because when we do the Diet Diary, I make everybody do it, right? And the way I do it is to see, okay, maybe if every day after breakfast, and you know, they eat at 8 o'clock, and at 10 o'clock, they always have a headache, and it's always eggs. I could be like, oh, maybe they, it's the eggs that's giving them this headache, you know? That's how we do it. Now, at the end of the day, I'm not just going to go based on their symptoms because, frankly, sometimes things can be hurting, you and you not get any symptoms. Okay. So at the end of the day, I'm going to make them do the Carol food intolerance exam. Why do I like this exam? Well, I like it because, um, you know, as far as testing different foods for sensitivities, most of the tests do food allergy tests, meaning they're looking at your antibodies, IgG and IgE. Remember, guys, antibodies in the body is basically just like a mugshot is to the police. Okay? You can rob a bank in California, but they sure will catch you in Florida. Why? Because of your mugshot. Everybody knows it's how they transmit information. Well, the body's the same way. An antibody is like a post-it on whatever that thing is that your body's like, I hate this. Let's kill it next time we see it. Okay? So most of the food tests are done with the IgG-IgE method. But the problem with that is that if somebody has something that we call a leaky gut, which is basically your gut is hyperpermeable, meaning it's too open. It's always letting things in and out that's too free. Kind of like if you imagine your house, you know, your front door most time is closed, right? So it should not just be open all the time, open at night, open during day. That's what a leaky gut is, just to open doors when they should be shut. Okay, so anyway, if you do have a leaky gut, that can actually give you a false positive and say that you should not eat carrots, don't eat beans, don't eat grapes, when that's not actually the problem. So I really like the Dr. Carroll test because it does not do antibodies at all. Dr. Carroll is basically using the electrical interaction between your blood and that culinary reagent. And so it's testing actually your ability of your blood to ever break down that food. So what I like is that once you've done that test, you don't have to keep repeating it and keep wondering because if it comes out, for example, that you can't eat meat like me, then you can never eat meat. Not next year, not 10 years. Okay. You do not have the enzymes to break down that food. If you do ingest it and you keep ingesting it, it will finally accumulate become toxic and cause disease. This is how it happens, guys. It doesn't matter what disease. If it's diabetes, autoimmunes, lupus, whatever, it's going to cause a problem, okay? So now I like this test for that. So again, guys, if you think you need that test, and really your food intolerance could be anything, because like I said, mine was meat, and I was shocked because I never had problems eating meat, you know? Well, I mean, I knew I couldn't eat chicken, okay? But I always ate beef, deer, turkey, goat, lamb, you know? But now, no, it said no meat, all of those I can eat, no chicken, no turkey, nothing. Okay? And so the only thing I can eat right now is fish, and that's all I'm doing. So now, anyway, so guys, if you think you want to have the food, the Carol Food Intolerance Test done, let me know. Make sure you contact me. Remember, my website is healthorganizers.net, Organizers. O R G A N I Z E R S dot net N E T. Okay. So send me an email there. Let me know you want to do it and we can do it. Okay. Now I love the Carol test. Now, aside from that, There's another test that I really like in the GI, and that's basically the stool sample. So what can you see in the stool sample? Well, it can show you all kinds of stuff, guys. I mean, for the first part, it shows you if you have how many healthy or beneficial bacteria, okay, or how many commensal bacteria, which means they're not really good or bad, but if they get too many, it can be bad, okay? Then you have your actual pathogenic bacteria, things like Klebsiella or E. coli, you know, Salmonella. Those are not things you should ever have in your body. So it can tell you how many you have. And usually we rate it on a scale of like zero to plus four. Plus four is the best, that's the highest. Okay, zero means you have none. Okay, so they can tell you about that. That test can also tell you how many yeasts you have, okay? Because, again, you used to have some, but not a lot. So, it can tell you about that. The test can also tell you how many short-chain fatty acids you have. And in case you're like, well, who cares about short-chain fatty acids? You should, because that's what's feeding your good bacteria. Meaning, you remember, your beneficial bacteria, they have two functions. In your immune system and also in your digestion. So, the short-chain fatty acids are things like butyrate, all right? That will feed those bacteria. So if you were a bacteria, then butyrate would be that short chain fatty acids. We also commonly call those prebiotics. Okay. So you know, the probiotics are the bacteria, right? But the prebiotics are the bacteria's food. Again, if you were a probiotic, it'd be like me giving you a sandwich. The sandwich would be the prebiotic. Okay. Get it. So now, anyway, that's what it is for the, um, stool test. In addition, the stool test can also tell you if you have any parasites. You don't even have to travel anymore to have parasites, guys. You only have to go out to eat, and those people at the restaurant, you know, they nasty, they don't wash their hands, they're peeing in your food. I mean, who knows what else they're doing. So you can get a parasite from that. So to look, look for things like giardia. You know, you can get that from water contamination, okay? It'll also tell you you have any occult blood in your stool. For example, maybe you have like a little GI bleed, that you didn't know about, that's very, very slowly bleeding, but you don't want to find out when you just actually have to pass out or something, right? So I like this stool test for that. It tells you tons of tons of information. Plus, it will even tell you, um, if you do have like a bacterial or certain infections, which things they may react to as far as to kill them, which herbs and which medications, stuff like that. So it's just a really, really good test, okay? Again, guys, if you think you want to do that, just let me know and we can hook it up. Okay. Now, the last test that I do like is called the Genova Micronutrients Test. This is the test that basically will tell you how many um, of your vital nutrients that you have in your body. For example, do you have enough B vitamins for energy? Or do you have enough essential fatty acids for healing and wound repair? I mean, do you have enough amino acids for like um, you know just your regular bodily functions so this is what it's showing it also shows you a little bit about your heavy metal load toxicity and just some other things like that so anyway guys I think those are the tests I like um, what is so we again I like you to do the diet diary that is not a test but it's a great way to see what your eating patterns are and just what your overall just food intake and water is okay then and your symptoms all that's correlated there in the diet diary then I also like the, um, what which one, the Carol Food Intolerance Test to know what you can eat never, like, and forever, okay? I also like the um, stool sample, the um, stool sample by doctor's data. Shows you a lot of different good things. And then I also like the Genova Micronutrient Test, okay? So, guys, once you do all these tests, you should be set for life. You should kind of know what you can do, what you can't do, and then you just take it from there, okay? All right, guys. Well, it's been nice talking to you as well. Member Dr. Megan with Health Organizers, working with you to tidy up your health naturally. And I'll see you guys next week.